This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Pasha Shemos, Tav Shir Ayin Ches. Even though it's uh, freezing cold outside, but we are starting to learn Sefer Shemos, which already reminds us that spring is coming, Pesach is coming. We find some amazing things in this parsha. Towards the end of the parsha, we find when Moshe already comes to Paro and tells him that he has to let Bnei Yisrael go. Paro makes it more difficult for Bnei Yisrael. Instead of giving them straw to make their bricks, he tells them that they have to find their own straw, but they still have to make the same amount of bricks. And the Torah tells us a very interesting thing. In Perikei Pasigadalad, he says, Ayuku showed to Bnei Yisrael, Asher Samu Aleim Paro. And the taskmasters were hitting the guards of Bnei Yisrael. And Rashi explains us what's going on over here. It says, Ashotrim Yisraelim, who are you? The guards were Jewish. Vechosim al and they had pity on their fellow Jews. Because when the Mitzrayim would come and say, why don't you make enough bricks? The Jewish guards would not go and hit their fellow Jews to make them work harder. They saw how hard they were working already. And instead of beating them, they should make more bricks. They helped them. And when the Mitzrayim came and said, why aren't there enough bricks? And they started to beat the Jewish guards. And the Jewish guards allowed themselves to get hit. And they would not go and hit their fellow Jews. And Rashi tells us, Lefichov, because of this, Zohu Osem Shotrim Leo Sanhedrin. Later on, when there were Jews appointed as Sanhedrin, these were the ones who were appointed as part of Sanhedrin. These guards who allowed themselves to be hit, instead of hitting their fellow Jews, Hashem said, those are the ones I want to be on the Sanhedrin. Now, that's very nice, but having nice people on the Sanhedrin is not the job of the people on the Sanhedrin. They had to be Talmid Chachamim. They had to be knowledgeable people. How did that work? So Rashi says that because of this, V'netzel min aruach asher al-Moshe, some of the Ruach HaKodesh from Moshe, for whose was placed on them. Hashem was saying, that for someone to be a good person, for someone to be a proper Jew, for someone to care about someone else, that has to come a love. That has to come from yourself. The Torah, the Ruach HaKodesh, Hashem says, that I'll give you already. But the fact that you care about your fellow Jew, that has to come from within. And Hashem said, if there could be a Jew who can take a beating so another Jew shouldn't get it. If there's a Jew who can take a beating so you should make it easier for another Jew, Hashem said, that's who I want on my Sanhedrin. And these were the ones who Hashem chose to be on his Sanhedrin. And he took Ruach HaKodesh and he gave it to them. To take a beating for another Jew is a very, very special thing. Not that long ago, Klaishul experienced a Holocaust and the Nazis in Machshimam learned many things from Paro, how to torture and terrorize the Jews. One of the things that they did was, they also appointed Jewish policemen, kapos. Here the Torah calls them shotrim, and there they were kapos. The Nazis went and would appoint certain Jews, give them an extra slice of bread, a little more privilege, perhaps give them a whip in their hand, and they became in charge of other Jews. Unfortunately, many of them would terrorize the Jews even worse than the Nazis. One time, in one of the concentration camps, the Blue Jiva Rebbe was there, Rabbi Yisrael Spira. 
And it was getting close to Yom Kippur. And Erev Yom Kippur, some Jews came over to him. And they said, Rebbe, tonight's Yom Kippur. Maybe we can daven kol nidre together. Maybe it can be arranged somehow that on Yom Kippur itself, we won't have to work on Isra Daraisa and do any of the Lama Tesmalachas. And he decided he's going to go over to their kapo. Their kapo was a person named Schneeweiss, who the Blues of Rebbe knew from Yanauska. Yanauska was a city they were from, and the Blues of Rebbe remembered him from there. And even though over there he was not a Shemr Shabbos, he was a Mechal Shabbos, the Blues of Rebbe decided to take his chance. He went over to Schneeweiss, and he says, listen here, we're a group of Jews, we want to try to keep Yom Kippur even here. Is it possible that you can arrange for us that tonight and tomorrow the work we have to do would not be something to be over on the Lama Tesmalachos? And Shneemais looks at him and the Blues Rebbe says, Please, it's Yom Kippur. And he says, Fine. I'll tell you what. Tonight there's nothing I can do for you. We'll see what I can do tomorrow. That night they were sent to work in the Lvov Cemetery and they were beaten over there. And they came back late at night to the barracks. And a few people got together and they davened kol nidre. The next morning, Shniwais heard about this. And he came over to the Blue Jabba Rebbe and he says, You know what? If you're really so meiser nefesh for Yom Kippur, I'll arrange for you not to have to work today. Come with me. He brought them to the house of an officer, of an SS officer. And he said, Here, you clean the windows. You just wipe them down. You mop the floor with a rag. You don't have to use any liquid or anything. And this way, you'll do the work, you'll clean it up, and you won't get any of errors. They were very happy, and they started to work. While they were working, they were crying, and they were davening the tefillahs of Yom Kippur. All of a sudden, at 12 o'clock, the door opens up. And inside walk two Nazi SS officers, Yimach Shemom. And they're pushing a cart, loaded up with food. Bread, meat. They haven't even, forget about seeing such food. They've never smelled such food since the war began. The Jews were starving. And in comes this beautiful white bread, meat, all sorts of good food. And the Nazi says, stop working, it's lunchtime. Come eat, fress. And none of the Jews moved. It was Yom Kippur. You're not allowed to eat on Yom Kippur. The Nazi said, let's go. Stop working and go eat now. They didn't move, it was Yom Kippur. The Nazis were not very happy that their game wasn't working. They called in Schneeweiss, the capo. He said, Schneeweiss, get over here. Schneeweiss was outside. He walks inside. He says, tell the dirty Jews they better eat. As Schneeweiss looks at the Jews, he looks back at the Nazis and says, today's Yom Kippur. We don't eat today. The Jews couldn't believe that Schneeweiss was talking like that. And the Nazi officer got enraged. He pulls out his gun. He points it at Shniwa, he says, you don't get it. Either they eat, or you're dead. And Shniwa looks, and he stands straight, and he says, we Jews do not eat on Yom Kippur. The Nazi put the gun by his head, so I'm giving you one more chance. In the name of the Fuhrer, you better get them to eat. And Shniwa says, we don't listen to the Fuhrer, we listen to Hashem, and Hashem says, we don't eat on Yom Kippur. And the Nazi went, and he pulled the trigger, and he shot him. And Shneeweiss fell on the floor, and the two Nazis, all angry, walked out. 
The Jews looked at each other and they couldn't believe what they just saw. Here was Schneeweiss, who was a Machal Shabbos his whole life. And yet at the end, he was ready to stand up for his fellow Jews. And this is what the Pasuk tells us. That a Jew who can go and take a beating for another Jew is a Jew who's on a very high level. A level that we should all aspire to reach. Have a wonderful shot. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.